Hey Life Group Leaders, Janine here, your Life Groups Coordinator, bringing you the Life Group Leader Guide audio version for week three, Mark 14, 52 through 15, 15. Your icebreaker question for this week is, have you ever rejected something or someone in your life? Maybe a theology, a practice, or a relationship, for example. Describe the situation and your response. So this question may be a little deeper, more thought-provoking, not as light as some of the other weeks, but it gives us a chance to um, set up your first, one of your first discussion questions that unpacks the rejection of Christ and the things that we can learn from the mistakes of those who have rejected him. So our first discussion question is our pretty standard, you know, opener. What stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon? So some groups really... Uh, allow this question to guide and direct um, the discussion for that evening. And for others, it's uh, not quite as easy to pull out <laughs> some of those truths right away. So don't be discouraged. Whichever group that you yours is, um, just do your best to navigate uh, this dynamic and uh, feel free to adjust your discussion accordingly. So question two is what our icebreaker sets us up for. In this passage, we see the religious leaders, Peter and the Roman authorities, all take their turns to deny Christ. What unique offenses did they each commit against him? What can we learn from their mistakes? So really our goal with this question is to discover the struggles that each of these characters were facing, as well as the condition of their hearts in the situation. Um, And we have the opportunity to learn from those things, reflect on their mistakes, and then also see if there's any false narratives that we may have uh, that we can identify with in these characters um, that we need to discuss and correct. This question also attempts to create the opportunity to actually address all three of the major points from Nate's sermon. The first one being how God must open our eyes. And this relates to the religious leaders and their blindness to Christ and his um, truth and power as the Messiah. The second point in Nate's sermon is that God can help us be faithful. So this relates to Peter's um, offense as he was so... um, insecure and that uh, caused his unfaithfulness to Christ in those moments. And the third point of the sermon is that God's plans will succeed. So we can see in the Roman authorities, um, they may have seemed like just casualties that were caught in the crossfire of a religious dispute, uh, but they were also fully responsible for their rejection of Christ. And so um, God is sovereign over all governments and authorities and um, it's awesome just to see in this vignette that God's plans will succeed because he can choose anyone to make his will be done. Okay, question three. How does God's relentless pursuit of Peter's redemption influence your heart towards Christ? In what ways can you relate to Peter? So the purpose of this question is to identify the ways in which God's love for us motivates us to respond to him. Uh, Your group could discuss how they personally relate also to Peter's insecurity and his ultimate redemption through Christ. So it's kind of twofold there. Um, it, It really gives us the opportunity to celebrate God's goodness and the purpose of God's redemption of our hearts. His faithfulness toward us is not dependent on anything. Even when we're faithless, Um, like unfortunately Peter was in that moment, God continues to be faithful to us. Um, His pursuit of us is relentless and his um, love for us 
just is shown in so many ways here on earth through our salvation and sanctification in Christ. Um, So being able to talk about that is going to be awesome for your group to see how God's love compels us and empowers us to love him back and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Tangentially, this question affords us the opportunity to identify with Peter, all of us having made mistakes that disqualify us for salvation. And yet, by God's grace, we're welcomed into his family and restored into a right relationship with him through the power of the cross. Among other parallels that your group may draw between their lives and Peter's, we can all hope to relate to the fact that God has redeemed us for his good purposes. So in this question, you may help your group consider the permanent power of redemption that casts out every sin and guarantees us an eternal inheritance with Christ. Question four, how does God use our prayers to open our eyes and to see the sin that separates us from him? What personal unrighteousness or community interest do you sense the Lord needs to open your eyes to see? Are there others that can join you in prayer for this? Okay, this is kind of a threefold question, Um, but the idea is that we see in the text how the religious leaders are so blinded to Christ and to his message. And this blindness just causes them to completely miss everything that is eternally important. And so uh, we want to talk about how God opens our eyes and he does this through prayer as we commit to him, uh, commit to time with him individually and with others. So really just want your group to hopefully see this, the power of prayer and not just praying for our own benefit, but also for the benefit of others. Um, A huge part of responding to God's love and truth in our lives is finding other believers to join in prayer with one another. So this would be a great opportunity to encourage your group to find at least one other person this week to partner with in prayer um, about one, some, or all of the things that you discuss in your group. Um, Your answers here can also be incorporated into the time that you spend in prayer in your meeting actual meeting this week. All right, question five is kind of our standard closer. Uh, After studying this passage, we can be confident of God's faithfulness and sovereignty over us. What is one thing that you're going to do in response to these truths this week? So as leaders, I encourage you uh, to make time for this question as much as you can to think of um, practical ways that group members could either write down a response or discuss it with a partner next to them or um, even share to the group. But feel free to be creative uh, in this question and see if there are different ways that you can uh, think of for your members to respond. For the last minute we have in this audio guide, we want to take a moment to bring some leader training to you. Our vision for life groups is following Christ together. And the mission, how we do that, is to connect, grow, and support. So this week, we want to talk about connection. In Acts 2, verse 44, it says, All believers were together and had everything in common. 1 Thessalonians 2, 8 says, So we cared for you because we loved you so much. We were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. These verses speak to deep and meaningful connection that believers can have with one another. So we want to encourage you as leaders to set aside time both in your meetings and outside of your meetings to make these meaningful connections, to care for one another, to love one another, to 
fellowship and devote yourselves to one another, um, to share things in common. (laughs) So in your meetings, for example, I encourage you to set the example as a leader to follow up with other members of your group. Um, I know in our group, it's kind of a thing that's caught on to um, ask other members of the group about different prayer requests that they've uh, submitted over the weeks to see if there's any updates that they have or anything new that's going on. So that's been fun to see how God has um, used just a simple inquiry uh, on behalf of us as leaders that then has really caught fire (laughs) with the group and this culture that's now been created to um, intentionally ask about another person and what's going on with them and what God's doing in their lives is really awesome. So um, just a personal testimony, but also an encouragement that in your own ways, in your own groups, have a vision and be thinking about ways that God can use you and your fellow members to make meaningful connections with one another. So thanks a lot, guys, for all you do for your investment and leadership in the Life Group's ministry. We're praying that you have an awesome week uh, and make great connections.